Welcome to Journey with Jesus, Jesus Conversations with Jill and Tanya to bring you closer to the joy that awaits you in Jesus. There is joy in the journey with Jesus. Tanya, do you believe that? Do you believe that there is joy in the journey? There is, and I know that because I've experienced it. And if I didn't, how could I express it? So we encourage our listeners today You may hear the words that we're saying until you truly let Jesus become part of who you are. You're not going to experience the joy that we're talking about today. And when you give him access to your heart, he will give you access to all you are. He will open up heaven for you. And the scripture we're going to talk about today is found in Matthew 7, 7. And it's a great place to start about how we give him access to our heart. Would you read 7, 7 for us? Sure. This is coming from the NIV version. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Wow. That's all it takes to bring Jesus into your heart and open that joy up and reestablish that relationship that maybe has gotten dusty, like your Bible. Open that Bible up, read the scripture, and let it pour into your heart and see the joy that you find. Amen. And notice the three verbs there. We have ask, seek, and knock. So we're going to focus on how we ask, how we seek, and how we knock. Starting with the first verb, ask. When you ask the Lord into your heart, there's a joy. There's a joy that comes alive. Have you found that to be true in your life? I have. And you know, it has grown. As I have matured in my walk of faith, and as I have grown to know Jesus more intimately in that relationship that I continually work on, He has given me more of my heart. And my heart has changed in that process. And it has become more in a line with what God wants for me more than what I want for me. You said something very important. When you give him your heart, it's not about you. It's about, Lord, here's my heart. Show me what is true. Show me what you want me to do. Because when you can't see his plan and you can't trace his hands, you can trust his heart. Absolutely. That's a quote by Charles Spurgeon, and I love it. And it's so true. So think about this. When you can't see his plan and you can't trace his hand, you can trust his heart. And he wants your heart. We're talking about being joyful. And in that leads me to scripture. Jill, can you read Romans 12, 12? Yes, I love Romans 12, 12. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. So the first verb in Romans 12, 12 is to be joyful, to be joyful in hope. So when we ask the Lord to give us a plan, his heart, what it is that he wants us to do, there's that joy because he will give you access to all that he wants for you when you ask. So we're asking our listeners out there, are you asking the Lord for what's on your heart? Because he has much joy for you when you do. He does, and I find that when I pray more for others, I have better clarity of what God wants of me and how I can better serve Him in a different way. 
and it takes the focus off my own challenge and the the challenges I'm going through. Right now, I'm kind of going through a season of change and transition. And in that change and transition, there have been some mountains to climb. There are some challenges to go through and there's some valleys to go through. And through that, I have learned that when I lean on him and I pray for others who are going through things that are much bigger than what my little matters are, I find peace and joy because I am not then stressing about what I'm going through. I'm helping others and that gives such joy. And it it takes a while to get to that point because when you're frustrated and you're in your deepest valleys, it's hard to say, I'm going to pray for somebody else because I'm the one that needs saving. It's like putting on the oxygen mask on yourself first in the airplane uh, before you help someone else. But I find that Many times for me, that oxygen mask is me praying for someone else and adjusting my focus and and remembering that God is the one in charge. Then my joy will come. And I love what you say about praying for others because I know personally that you do that. Whenever I call you and say, how can I pray for you? A lot of times you say, I want to pray for you. What, What do you have on your heart? And you take that to heart and you focus on that of what you want to do to help someone else and that's a mark of a true believer a true Christian you know if we go back to Romans verse 9 says let your love be genuine and verse 10 says love one another with brotherly affection verse 11 be fervent in spirit serve the Lord and so one way that we can let our love be genuine, that we can love one another and we can be fervent in spirit and serve the Lord is to pray for other people. So we want to challenge you. Think of 10 people who God puts on your heart and pray for them. Pray for what they need. You know, and if you don't know, we all need peace. Let's pray for peace for those 10 people that the Lord lays on your heart and and see what that's like when we ask the Lord to help other people. There's something great that happens there when when you just lay it all out and say, Lord, I'm coming to you in prayer. It deepens your relationship. It's that spiritual trust between you and God that develops. There's a trust that, that is there that you give the Lord access to your heart, your deepest desires. That leads me to a psalm that I read this morning. Psalm 119 verse 103. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. It's really talking about King David, and he spent a lot of time in God's Word. And in that process, he began to reflect more of God because he was so entrenched with what God's Word had to say. That's exactly where you came from today. That's where all these scriptures have come from today. When you really spend your time getting yourself into the Word, turning that word back into prayer and putting your reflection on others, joy will come. Joy will be there and a peace will come over you. It's not going to magically fix everything, but you're going to have Christ going through that with you and you're going to view it differently no matter what you're going through. I so agree. And it's almost like heaven opens up for you here on earth. You just have that connection with your Lord as you continue to pray for other people, as you continue to ask, and that joy just settles in your soul. So that's our first verb of ask, seek, and knock, is ask. How about seek? You just mentioned King David. 
He sought the Lord with all of his heart. David did. God's word was so sweet to him. It was sweeter than anything that he had experienced. And he found that God's word was so beneficial and so pleasant. He shared that with us in the psalm. And I think that's important for us to reflect on. And it also leads me to Philippians 1.6. Being confident of this, that he that began a good work in you will carry it out into completion in the day of Christ. Wow, that God loves us so much. He's just patiently waiting for us to have that connection and that vulnerability Mm -hmm. and that trust and faith in Him because He knows where we're going and He's ready to guide and direct. We just have to let Him be the pilot. We do, and we have to be patient in our affliction or our tribulation. You know, David had a lot that he went through, a lot of tribulation, a lot of attacks, a lot of things Physically, he went through, emotionally, spiritually. He sinned, and he fell short of the glory of God. But you know what he did? He repented. He kept seeking the Lord first. He drew to him more and more and more. And through that patient affliction, through those tribulations, God created something new in in David. And he became a man after God's own heart. That's how he referred to David, a man after my own heart. Ask, seek, knock. David did all of those things. What an example. David, the one after God's own heart, did all those things. Even though he sinned and fell short, he repented, got back up, got right back in line, and looked to the glory that he did. He did, and the knocking, keep on praying, being faithful and constant in your prayers. You're right. That's exactly what King David did. He did all of those three things. And when you ask, seek, and knock, what does God promise in that scripture in Matthew 7, 7? And the door will be open to you. And you will have the glory and joy that awaits you in Christ. So what open door are you looking for? Have you been faithful, obedient? Have you trusted God? There's an open door waiting for you. But you must ask, seek, and knock to find it. And God promises in His Word that you will find that open door. Ask, seek, knock. While these are all important, valuable things from Matthew 7-7, let us also remember 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16-18. through 18. Rejoice always, Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God and Jesus Christ for you. When I first met you, Jill, we talked about a Bible app that I frequently used. All of us carry our phones with us more than we carry our Bibles, and this is a way that you can carry that Bible with you at all times. And I encouraged you because I knew that they had opportunity for features, and we prayed about it. Tell us a little bit about that. You sure did introduce me to this. It's called the YouVersionBible.com app. And you can download it on your phone. In fact, over 400 million, million people have this app on their phone. So I downloaded it. And what you can do, it's so awesome. You can find Bible plans that you read. They can be short three-day plans or maybe a whole year or 40 days shorter than that. I mean, a lot of different 
options. Some are for study, some are for just a, a devotional and encouraging word. And they also have videos attached. You can do verses of the day. I mean, you've, you've been doing this app how long? I'm new to it, but you... I've actually had it for multiple years, but I have been consistently using it for mm -hmm. about three years. Three years. Wow. And so you said, Jill, tune into this app. I want, I want to introduce you something. I appreciate you doing that because I did back in May. I joined and started using it and found just such richness in, in, in the daily commitment to it even gives you badges once you've completed a certain amount of days and I'll say oops you missed a day but great job you know and and it just it was something that every day I would read and I'd be like oh that really meant something to me today so you encouraged me to to use this and in doing so I decided to to go through an open door you know what that door was what's that you version encourages writers to submit their plans to them so that they can partner with YouVersion and so they can have a lot of different plans out there for people to choose from. And I write, I enjoy writing, and so I thought, you know what, I'm going to just submit something to them. You, it didn't take very long to submit it, it was very easy, and I waited. I hadn't heard for many months an answer. So finally, you're not believe this, last week I heard from them they said yes we would like for you to join our team fill out this information and submit your plan and I'm happy to say that next week it's going to go live and it's called enlighten the eyes of your heart and it's a shorter five-day devotional just to to encourage people on their journey with Jesus. Jill that is amazing how exciting and what exposure that's going to be all the potential people who may read your devotion, and be inspired in a different way. That's what it's all about. It's not about us. It's all about Jesus. Amen. And so we want to encourage you to ask, seek, and knock. And asking may be asking for something that seems so impossible that you know only God can do it. Let's pray bolder, wouldn't you say? Yes. And God is going to be listening, and He's going to be opening doors when you seek out and reach for Him. Let's Amen. go to prayer. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank You that we can come to You, ask for forgiveness, and seek You with our whole heart. We know that when we ask things of You, that You are going to open doors that only You can open. And You're going to get the glory for it, Lord. That's what we want. We want You to be glorified and how we live and how we respond and how we are on this earth. Lord, you have a bigger plan for us, but until we submit ourselves to you and find ourselves willing to be in your spirit, we can't find those answers. So Lord, align us today. Open the eyes of the hearts of those who are listening today for something magnanimous to happen in their life that only you could do. Lord, we surrender to you. Thank you for loving us and for forgiving us and all that we do. In Jesus' name. And dear Heavenly Father, we just want to give you access to our hearts so that you can show us the plan that you have for us. And we trust you, Lord. We trust you to help us. Help us to continue seeking you in the word and through prayer and by reaching out and loving others. 
And then Lord, we know that when we continue to faithfully pray, constantly pray, even through our trials and tribulations, that we can be people after your own heart. So Lord, thank you for what you're doing in our lives. We give you all the glory for everything and we know that nothing is impossible for you. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're so glad you joined us today. Remember, you can find other episodes on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and SoundCloud.com. Just do a search for Journey with Jesus. And please share our podcast with people that you think might enjoy listening. And we thank you for listening today. You can reach out to us at Journey with Jesus 2019 at gmail.com. There's joy in the journey when you journey with Jesus.